All right, thank you, thank you, Scott Shannon, and thanks to all of you for being with us. Here's our toll-free telephone number. It's 800-941-SHAWN if you want to be a part of the program. Coming to you from beautiful Nashville, Tennessee, the home of tonight's Patriot Awards. Uh, we're doing a live Hannity at, where were we tonight? The Grand Old Opry, uh, which is pretty exciting for me. Um, the history behind that is unbelievable, and I get to stand on that that ground where every great exact what it's what kind of wood is it? It's sacred ground wood. Sacred, <laughs> sacred ground wood. You're welcome. All right, I, I'm going to start with a serious note. I cannot believe the times that we are living in. My buddy Gianno Caldwell is here. We're going to talk to him in a minute. Um, I can't believe the times we're living in. Blinken, winking, blinking has a fit and like is wincing away like, you know, a little baby because Joe Biden called President Xi what he is, and that's a dictator. Well, why didn't he just applaud and say, yeah, I agree with him. He's a dictator. And you know what China's doing? They're they're spinning this as the biggest win, as I told you they would do. And, of course, as I promised, Joe was pretty much incoherent as as, as this meeting was going forward. They've been begging and sucking up for this meeting for a year. But they don't bring up COVID. They don't bring up intellectual property theft. They don't bring up, let's see, unfair trade practices. They don't bring up the spy balloon, which is insane. They don't bring up that all of these uh, Chinese nationals are making their way uh, to our southern border. And then when they get in here, we're allowing them stupidly to buy up thousands and thousands of acres of farmland and ranch land and land near military installations. Uh, We don't do a thing when they... Uh, when their fighter jets are confronting our fighter jets in international airspace, we don't do a thing when our Navy is being confronted in international waterways by the Chinese. Uh, we don't do a thing when they continue to fly their fighter jets and try and intimidate our ally, uh, Taiwan. We don't do a thing. And so what does Joe do? He says, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll make a deal. We won't use artificial intelligence and in future weapon making. Uh, how stupid is, is he, is he even calling the shots? I can't answer that question. Now, just when you think that's bad enough, and we got other bad news here, China blasting Biden right after this for calling President Xi a dictator. Well, what do you, what, what do you call him then? He's a murdering thug dictator. By the way, has anybody heard of the Uyghurs, the oppressed minorities that are in China? that are being used for slave labor, modern-day slave labor? Does anyone pay attention to the mind, that atrocity that's unfolding? Or the fact that they have now formed an alliance with Putin and Russia, that they have formed an alliance with the mullahs in Iran? Am, am I, like, the only one paying attention to this? By the way, sad news. Laptops recovered from Gaza's largest hospital. The Israelis were right. They, they found weapons. They found they know that there were hostages below the hospitals in Gaza, the media mob, the same media mob that lied and told everybody in the world, taking nothing but Hamas propaganda, that Israel bombed a hospital, killed 500 innocent, you know, doctors and nurses and children. It never happened. The hospital's still standing. And by the way, the only thing that got hit was a parking lot and that had like six cars in it and only two of them got damaged. And that was fired by the Islamic Jihad. That's, you know, there, there is moral clarity. There is right. There is wrong. And there are moments when there is no ambiguity. The, the victim here is Israel. You don't, call, you don't tell the victim of terrorism, 
Oh, can you take a pause in your war? Um, you know, they need a little time to regroup and rearm and re-strategize. Uh, excuse me. That's like I'm going to be in the middle of a fist fight with somebody. Do you mind if we take a pause? You're kicking my ass, and I'd really like to, you know, have an opportunity to regroup, get my bearings, and um, while I'm getting my bearings, you know, you just sit there till I'm ready to punch you again. I'm like, no, I'm going to kick your ass, and the fight's going to be won. Then we can have a truce after I win the fight. I mean, it's so stupid. Um, another squad member, by the way, is now out there lecturing the Jews on what it means to be Jewish. Uh, you, you can't make this up. This uh, Congressman Jamal uh, Bowman, isn't he the guy that fell, fire, did the fire alarm thing? What a, what a jackass. He goes, I didn't know what I was pulling. It says fire, you know, sorry, you know. Here we go. Uh, oh, um, so we found out under the hospital, that was where one of Gaza, I'm sorry, one of Hamas's headquarters was, was put. So they were using, as they always have, doctors, nurses, hospitals as human shields, all the rockets, the tens and tens of thousands of them that they've been firing into Israel all these years. They've always used schools. They've always used uh, hospitals. They've always used areas knowing that the Israelis care too much about innocent human life, that they don't want collateral damage. By the way, Al Jazeera pulled the plug on an interview after a Gaza hospital patient revealed that Hamas fighters were hiding among the wounded. I mean, how does Israel fight this war when they got their hands tied behind their back and then you got Joe Biden telling them to take a pause? It's pretty unbelievable. Now, I want to get to this, uh, this other point that I wanted to make here. So, I, I, I just, there's certain things in life I just can't, it's inexplicable. I don't have an explanation. I don't have understanding. You know, this, this hatred of one group of people, I, I, I was I raised a Christian. I believe God created every man, woman, and child. The only difference is, is that every human being has choices, and we have a propensity for good or evil in our lives based on the choices that we make. Period. End of, center, end of sentence. So the same pro-Hamas, anti-Israeli movement that has trapped and terrorized even members of, of Congress last night, if you saw that at the DNC last night, they have adopted a letter written by 9-11 terrorist mastermind Osama bin Laden as a rationale for their hostility to Israel and America. Now, it's always been Prime Minister Netanyahu. I've been friends with him for decades. He's always talked about the little Satan. That, of course, is, is Israel. But the great Satan they view as America. And there was a reason. The one thing that the 9-11 Commission report got right is they were at war with us. We were not at war with them. And anyway, so all of a sudden, a vile letter written by, uh, anyway, they've adopted a letter written by bin Laden as a rationale here. And this letter, vile letter written by the warlord behind the 9-11 atrocities, we lost 2,977 Americans in a single day. If you compare for population, the Israelis lost on October 7th the equivalent of 38,000 or 40,000 Americans in a single day. Anyway, this has now gone viral on TikTok with users, if you can believe it, saying that reading bin Laden's letter has led them to, quote, understanding why the horrific attacks were carried out in 2001. 
and bin Laden wrote this letter to America. I've got a full copy of it. There's a big part of me that doesn't want to read it. I'll read you some of it, and then I'm going to play some of what's being said on TikTok. In the name of Allah, the most gracious, the most merciful, permission to fight against disbelievers is given to those believers who are fought against because they have been wronged and surely Allah is able to give them believers victory. And he cites the Quran. Those who believe fight in the cause of Allah. Those who disbelieve fight in the cause of what they call Taggart. Um, anything worshipped other than Allah, they view as Satan, and goes on to say. So you fight against the friends of Satan. Uh, ever feeble is indeed the plot of Satan. And, they, and he cites the Quran again. Some American writers have published articles under the title of, quote, on what basis are we fighting? These articles have generated a number of responses, some of which adhered to the truth and were based on Islamic law, others which have not been. And here, we wanted to outline the truth as an explanation and a warning, hoping for Allah's reward, seeking success and support from him. While seeking Allah's help, we form our reply based on two questions directed at Americans. Why are we fighting and opposing you? And what are we calling you to? And what do we want from you? For the first question, why are we fighting and opposing you? The answer is very simple. Because you attacked us and continue to attack us, which is a load of crap. America standing against uh, radical Islamic terrorists that kill innocent men, women, and children that have a belief of convert or die, uh, that have no qualms about killing innocents, that, that actually brainwash and indoctrinate young people into, quote, martyrdom, and that if they kill innocent men, women, and children, especially Jews and, and Americans, that Allah uh, above in paradise will reward them with 72 virgins. That is what they are brainwashed about. And then it goes on. You attacked us in Palestine. Look, I don't really want to give any more attention to bin Laden. You know what? I'm pretty confident he's in hell where he belongs. I'm not Jesus, so I don't know. But if I had to guess, he's in hell where he belongs. But here's the dangerous part. And we've talked about all the virulent anti-Semitism in the halls of Congress and all around the globe and in Australia gas the Jews and F the Jews uh, on the college campuses, the most prestigious universities in America. And, and it's, it's sickening, the level of hatred. I never thought, it's like 1930s all over again. And I never used that analogy in my entire career. Let me play for you the TikTokers praising bin Laden's 9-11 letter to America. This morning, I read Letter to America, which is Osama bin Laden's letter to America explaining why he attacked Americans. It's wild, and everyone should read it. If you haven't read it yet, read it. However, be forewarned that this has left me very disillusioned, and I feel the same exact way I felt when I was deconstructing Christianity. I feel uh, a little bit just confused, like I have entered into another timeline. What is this? So I just read a letter to America, and I will never look at life the same. I will never look at this country the same. I will never, I, please read it. And if you have read it, 
Let me know if you are also going through an existential crisis in this very moment. Because in the last 20 minutes, my entire viewpoint on the entire life I have believed and I have lived has changed. I feel like I'm going through like an existential crisis right now. So this is a really good example of narrative control. Reading this letter, it becomes apparent to me that the actions of 9-11 and those acts committed against the USA and its people were all just the buildup of our government failing other nations. America has never been at war with people in the Muslim faith. And I'm going to be very clear, and I've always made a distinction between Islam and radical Islamists. Um, There are things in the Quran that I find deeply disturbing about not taking Christians nor Jews as your friends, etc. The call for uh, holy war, etc. Now, that bothers me. And, but however, I do believe in the concept of freedom of religion. I've never liked the anti-Semitism and outright racism of guys like Louis Farrakhan. I think he's been nothing but a divisive figure. One of the most interesting moments I've ever had in radio happened somewhere between 1990 and 92 when I was 60, when I was 90 minutes south of where I am today in Nashville, Tennessee. I was in a, a town called Athens, Alabama for a Huntsville, Alabama radio station, a talk radio station. And one Saturday, uh, remember Khalid Sheikh Mohammed, kill the women, kill the babies, kill the children, kill them all. Kill the you know people who are gay, a, a derogative term, kill them all. Kill it. But you say, don't kill the babies. You got to kill. You got to kill the babies. And I mean, he said all this crazy stuff. He was so full of rage, this guy. Three hours he stayed in my studio that day. Three hours. Couldn't believe it. And we went back. I wish I had a tape of it. I don't even have a tape of it. Anyway, 800-941-SEAN. We're in beautiful Nashville, uh, Tennessee. We're here for the Fox Patriot Awards tonight. Uh, By the way, my buddy Gianno Caldwell is in the house. He just stopped by the studio, which we're really excited about. We're going to talk to him in a minute. Um, We got a great show for you as well. Your calls will be coming up, 800-941-SEAN. Look, since 9-11-2001, our friends at the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, they have been committed to supporting America's heroes, their families, the people that put their lives on the line to protect our country, our communities, and all of us. Heroes like 9-11 first responder, FDNY Lieutenant uh, Joseph Maiello, uh, by the way, he answered the call to help others on 9-11. Years later, he suffered a fatal heart attack in the line of duty, left behind a wife and two children. And when heroes like Mr. L- well, Lieutenant Joseph Maiello, you know, lose their lives in the line of duty or are catastrophically injured, well, the Tunnel to Towers bails them out and they help them. In this case, they paid off the family mortgage lifting the family's financial burden during the darkest hour. Americans, America's heroes, their families, they need our help now more than ever. And we're hoping you will join all of us here at Team Hannity and commit to 11 bucks a month. And you can do so by going to their website. It's the letter T, the number two, the letter T.org, the letter T, the number two, the letter T.org for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. 